All right. So we're live finally after some technical difficulties. So Syria, thank you so, so much for being patient with us. This is our first time using this platform and for taking the time to come and speak with us today. So we are super excited. I was telling Danny, I sent him your Instagram page and your website so he can be in the loop. And he's like, this is all paper. <laughs> I said, listen, you just don't understand. Like, she can make anything. She can make anything. So I want to jump right in and I want you to um, introduce yourself. I think everybody knows you in the kid party world. I really do. So tell us about, about who you are in well, your business. My name is Syria. I'm actually the face of DNS Creations. I don't show myself that much. Um, so I think this is the first time I do something like this. So if I freeze on camera, I apologize. <laughs> but yes, DNS Creations is my baby. It's our family business for, I would say, for the past five years since since it's grown to what it's been today. So I'm just so happy to be able to talk to you guys about it. Thank you, Anita, for reaching out. It's it's a pleasure to be in a platform like this. And Danny, nice meeting you. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Relatable Luxury. We actually got the thing going. Uh, we have a beautiful guest with us today. Uh, her name yes. is Syria and uh, Mandujano. Yes. Mandujano. All right. I got that right. I, I am Dan Cruz and I'm Oneida Cruz. And well, so thank you today, for coming, Syria. Yes. It's like a, um, how do you say, delayed uh, reaction because we have to get the audio right. So today we have uh, um, Syria here and she just explained to us her story, her background. So I'm going to jump right in and, and, fire right with the first question. So I have seen you create elaborate productions with um, your papery. And that's a new term for me, by the way, too, because I'm used to stationary. And when I saw in your bio papery, I'm like, that's definitely what it is. It's like a fancy version of stationary. And yeah. I've always wanted to know like, just the design process for even what kind of papers and things do you use to create such beautiful pieces? Well, so... Well, when I first started, it's crazy because, you know, everything's trial and error. And I be yes. I remember the first like cardstock I started using, you know, like we, you people would grab it and it would just fall apart. So, you know, through the years, I've been, you know, like, as I said, like trial and error and many trips to Hobby Lobby. Um, <laughs> but I think I got it this time. I use, usually I use a glossy, it's like a 12 point card okay. stuff that's how we yes. call it so mm -hmm. usually you know like my design process includes that it also includes like different elements as you can see sometimes i use like dry flowers or or different elements to make that nice touch to it exactly and as you, see, you know like that nice papery effect yes. to it do you consider yourself a graphic designer it's funny that you asked that because i had knew nothing about graphic designing before i even started Mm -hmm. So I think today now people would ask me and I, I would consider myself, you know, I'm a craft, I would, I would describe it a graphic designer, stationary, mm -hmm. um, yes. paper rebus. Yes. Yes. But I knew yes. nothing about graphic designing at all. Oh my so, gosh. So that's a huge learning curve. Yes. So talk about when I, when I went on your Instagram and I went on your bio, you talked about your DNS, how you came up with the DNS. 
So yeah. talk about a little bit about how you created the logo and your brand, uh, which expired you. I'm I'm from Honduras. So in the Spanish language, God is Dios, which starts with the letter D. So mm-hmm. my name, you see it is God, D, Dios in Syria as creations. Because I truly believe there's no way I could do all these creations by myself. You know, as I said, I knew nothing about designing. I knew nothing about paper and all that. So I think for me, that was the beginning of, of my brand. Mm-hmm. And at first, you know, like you think you're starting a business and you want to, you know, create this brand and you want to put time into it. But I think everything happened so fast that I wasn't able to sit down and say, this is what I want my brand to look like. So I think right. everything good organically. And I think the first time that I thought, oh, DNS creation, it's becoming a brand. I remember going to this event and I started like helping the event planner setting up and these other vendors came out and say, are you DNS creations? I said, (laughs) yes. You know, everybody knows me by DNS creations, not by Syria. So, you know, I was like, yes, I am. Like, so they said, oh my goodness, I saw your page and everything. So I think at that moment, and then after that, I would, this would be a constant, like, constant flow. So after that, I said, okay, we have, you know, like we've created a brand at this point, but it was, you know, I wish I could say we sat down and we said, okay, this is how we're going to do it. But it just grew organically, I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that that is, you see the progression in your Instagram. I love that you, that you have not removed any old pictures because I looked at, I think, um, I want to say 2018, one of your gable boxes. And I'm like, she is not making gable boxes anymore like this. <laughs> so I love to see the the progression in such a short time because it, for me looking in, it shows how much you love learning and how much you love your, the, or have a passion for what you do because you see the progression. And from that point, when I saw it in like 2018 to now, it's like, oh my goodness, like this is amazing. It's super amazing. Like the my favorite design that you've done was the um oh gosh, I forget her name, but it was a like a watchtower, like a um what do you call those things on the ocean that you see? She's in New York, a lighthouse. lighthouse. And I'm like, how did she do this? It was super, super nice and detailed. And I'm like, this is this woman knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. So where so do you draw you, your inspiration? Go ahead, Beth. No, no. I was just about to ask that. Go ahead. Based yeah, on the where DNS. do you draw your inspiration, your inspiration from for design? I would say anywhere. Like you, I could be in a furniture store and I would tell my husband, look at those details. Imagine. Yeah. And then I start, you know. Um, but I think one of my biggest, you know, like my inspirations are my kids. Because mm-hmm. if you see most of my events, they're my target market, little kids, you know, children. So I always watch of what they love, what they're into and all that. And my daughter, she's five and I think she will, she will be part of it. Yeah. Because she's so like detailed and everything. So, you know, like all just seeing her, how excited she gets in parties and everything. I think that just inspires me too. To give it all with each one of my moms or event planners and clients. 
So, so walk us through, you know, you've been in this business for quite some time, but walk us through the time where you actually felt, wow, I'm confident. I got, I got my first win. Now I know I can do this. <laughs> so that was, I would say my husband was working full time. He had like 13 years in, you know, professional career. And, you know, with much prayer and faith, we said, you know what? I think it's time for you to step, step out and, and join me as a team to do DNS creations, what we had in mind, you know? So in that moment, yes. we had no idea what was going to happen. And even in that moment, we said, okay, he might go back to work. But leading months after that, the point that I said, it would, it was one of my first wins was we were able, he was able to stay home, work with, you know, as a team in the company. And we were able to live same life that we had, same lifestyle. Yes. And we were able, to, you know, because at that point, our business started to grow. So I think for me, just being able to do that, it was just the first thing I said, okay, we have something going on here. Um, and I think it's something good. And that's, yes, I would say that was my first yes. one. Mm. Yeah, I'd love to so hear I'm, it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming your husband felt the same way. Yes. He was happy about it. Got it. He's been yes. such a great addition to it. Yes. Do you feel like it's been um, a smooth transition to work with with your with your husband side by side with you in the business, or has it been sort of like a you know slow and rocky? No, totally. Yeah. I think it's been it's been smooth. I think we you know he's helped me because you know I wasn't that big when I started, so I was like. He helped me like with scheduling. He actually was the one that helped me been able to get more clients in that moment. Because in that moment, oh, wow. I thought, okay, this is how much I could take, you know. Right. But bringing him alongside me, it's been, you know, it's been just such a blessing how he being in the industry yeah. for so long, he knew that side of operation. Because I knew the side of, you know, the creative side but not right. the side of much of administrating your time and right. how much time in each order and all that. So I think that's a really important aspect of business when you're starting. Of course. Of course. Now, which industry are you referring to? The event when industry. You say he was, oh, oh, an event. He was in the hospitality industry. Mm. Oh, understood. So, understood. so, so and, and that's the perfect segue because with, he knows customer service. Yes. And so the customer yeah. service piece helped you a lot in this industry. Yes. A, yeah. Yep. And it's funny because, you know, the company that he worked in, it's everything like first class. So mm -hmm. every time I show one of my designs or my treat box, I could see on his face and he's like, hmm, it's not first class. And I'm like, here we go. It's just nice to see that aspect of it. So, yeah, so he's quality being, control. Yeah. Yeah. Being that he, he's been in hospitality, how does how does that frame your thinking around, you know what, customer service is extremely important, so I have to appease the customer or the consumers. Did that switch your thinking around or your thought process? It did. It did. Um, I try to do it more personal now, you know, and there's something that he always, you know, I would hear him like, 
meetings or even when talking to guests and everything. And it was to know your client's needs before they even mention it to you. Mm -hmm. So I think that's important. That's why one of the process of my design process is that first call with the client. It gives me a better idea of who my client is, who Mm -hmm. their needs, what are their needs and everything before I even start the design process. Mm -hmm. Right. I love that. I love that. And I feel like that gives you repeat business because the client knows that you're finding out exactly what it is they need. So they know you get Mm -hmm. it, you get them. And I think people spend more money when you, when you take that time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I think they just trust you more, you know, um, when they know somebody cares about, you know, they're just not Mm -hmm. giving their trust and resource to any any company or any person, but they feel that sense of, okay, that person cares about me, about my children, about my event, about the guests that are coming in to that event. Yes. 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 Now I know you live in Miami, Florida <laughs> I and, do. It's, and it's beautiful out there. And as we spoke before, the temperature is 80, <laughs> 90 degrees. I'm, I'm so jealous. And I, I don't get too, I don't get too jealous, but talk about then, Talk about the aspect on the flip side. What has been the most challenging part of your business? I would say time. Mm -hmm. I think um, we get into, you know, into a business and into a first business. And you think, I'm going to have so much time because I control my time. And it's true. You control your schedule. But I think you you end up working more than what you think you would. Mm -hmm. So I think family time for me, it's been, you know, I've had to find that balance. And I'm not just saying mommy working in the computer, mommy designing, mommy cutting or gluing. It's more of like mentally. Yeah. How do I separate that? You know, because my, you know, my creative mind is always thinking about the next design, even if it's due to three, five, even eight months in advance, you know? Right. But my mind is still thinking. So it's more of like, how can I be present in that moment with my family, with my kids? Mm -hmm. I think that's been the most challenging to me, how to find that balance between that. Of course. Of Mm. course. Yeah. I think that's, that's a huge part of any kind of, any parent who is an entrepreneur. It's that off switch as soon as you're in the house. And when you have a home-based business, I feel like it's just that more challenging because your your physical studio space is, you know, where your family is. So it's sometimes, you know, you have to have a physical space, a room, you know, just to make sure that you, you can delineate the different spaces and the different mindsets and hats that you have to wear. So I sure. want to talk about, uh, about money. I'm always talking about money. What was the, your upfront cost to start? your business to start DNS? Like what did you purchase as like the first thing that you knew you had to have? I, my silhouette. Mm. That's the cutting machine. That's the cutting machine I use. So I purchased, I actually purchased the Cricut first. I want to okay. say maybe it was like $100 that, like, yeah. five years ago, but I didn't end up even using it. <laughs> and then I, but my first silhouette and then my second silhouette and it's been, but that was my first item that I knew. I won't be cutting everything by hand. Right. I need a machine that will do this. So 
So right. that was the first piece I bought. Mm. Okay. Okay. So that's good so now, to know. That's so, good to know. Yeah. So, so have, having that first piece of equipment had to, ha- had to feel a sense of, uh, you know, pride and I can do this. And after that point, did you feel like, Hey, this company is moving and now we're going to have to purchase all this other stuff. Not really. Not in that moment. <laughs> yeah. Not in that moment. Um, I remember it was a slow cause I started this actually as a hobby. So I did my daughter's first birthday. She's five now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I even bought it, um, for her birthday to do her event. But I wasn't even thinking of doing this a business. And I actually remember, I don't even know why I posted. I started posting her stuff um, Mm -hmm. on a separate page because I thought maybe, you know, someday. But I never. And then out of nowhere, the same day, two event planners reached out. I was Mm. like, wow. You know, I wouldn't (laughs) even check my email. It's a hobby for me. And then that same day, two event planners um, reached out. I had no idea what I was doing. I would do it just by my, you know, for my family events. But no, I I remember answering and I said, okay, if they if they reply back, they reply back. I remember it was Tika <laughs> from Tika Events yes. and then Mir- yes. my shine. Wow. So, so those are two big, big people in your arena. <laughs> and I go on their Instagram and I'm like, these event planners just reached out. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. I don't even know how to design. At that point, I didn't even know how to use Illustrator mm. or anything. Wow. I had I had someone actually, um, I would tell him, okay, this is what I have. This is what I need. And then they reached out and I'm like, how am I going to do this? You know? Yeah. So I was just out of faith. I said, yes, we're available. We can make it happen. <laughs> So just remembering that is just so funny because then I remember Tika came back and she wanted some changes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do I get those changes? <laughs> I don't, mm-hmm. don't know. So, right. so I'm calling this designer, a guy that would help me. And I said, hey, I need to do this. But he had his full time job. Right. So I would have to wait for him and everything. So mm-hmm. it was just that moment. That I said, you know what? I need to learn. Yeah. And yeah, that's how it all happened. Oh, wow. So, but so to your point, so that, was, that was super organic. I, I love that. I love that. Yes. And, and it reminds me of, of what Oneida did because mm-hmm. we all had something prior to we had some we, we did things. We had another job or other careers and so forth. Mm-hmm. What what were you doing before you got to that point? I was an account manager. In a business here in Florida, I loved my job. I had nothing wrong, you know. It was just that moment when I was a mom that I just wanted to be a mom. Yeah. And that's when I transitioned out, not even thinking I was going to build a business or anything. Right. Right. That's what I was before that. Mm. Right. And so during that process of you being a mother, uh, you thought about, hey, I got to get to a point where I could work for myself. Was that the thinking behind it, the thought process? No, it was more of like, you know, I started doing my daughter's birthday and I said, hey, I love this. You know, Mm -hmm. it was Mm -hmm. not even in that year. It was actually for her first birthday. And I said, you know, I love this. Um, I'll just post it and see. And that's Mm -hmm. when it all happened. I wasn't even thinking, you know, I knew in my heart, actually, because I would plan all of my family's events. I had a I had a heart of 
for an event planner. Right. But when mm -hmm. I quit my job, the reason was I wanted to be more with my kids. You know, I knew right. I was going to have more kids. I had just one at that moment, but I want to stay home. And, you know, yeah. like event planner life, it's it's a tough one. You have to be yeah. weekends. You have to be in setups and everything. So I was shifting away from my first reason why I left my job. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny you say that because, you know, Nida had the same situation where she was an event planner and she came yeah. to me one day with an idea. And I said, another idea. I thought you had a, <laughs> an, an idea already. So, you know, you explaining yourself about the event planner, she felt the same way. So yeah. I talk about the commonalities that we all have in common, which for you was mm. I wanted to stay home and spend more time at home. Yeah. Yes. And Oneida is, it was the same way. And so for the viewers, you know, speak about how, how is it, how important is spending more time at home opposed to working a nine to five or a 12 hour shift uh, and in those aspects? You know, I think for me, I love my business. You know, um, as I said, DNS creation, it's like my baby. I breathe, eat, DNS creation. But I think for me, the legacy I want to leave, it's not towards my business, but towards my kids, you know? Right. So I think that would be my, my main, that would be my answer, my main thing, you know? I'd rather spend the time on that than mm -hmm. on becoming bigger. If I do, that's okay, you know? Right. But that's my priority. Exactly. That's awesome. I, I completely, I get that. <laughs> that's like a two snaps. <laughs> um, Danny and I had a conversation, I think in the last podcast where we spoke about that, um, because when I started Petite Seats, I was looking for a partner. And because mm -hmm. in my head, like it was just going to be something huge and big because all of the rental companies that I've seen, you know, they have huge warehouses, fleets of trucks and things like that. But then as I started to, work the business, I'm like, no, I want to keep it like a boutique and small so that I can have that one-on-one -on -one, um, engagement with my clients and then also have time to be at home with the babies. Mm -hmm. So I completely, I completely understand that. So you mentioned, you know, home and family, but besides your husband, is there anybody else on your team that helps to DNS to be, to make those deadlines and to, to get these orders out? Yes. We actually have now three part-time employees. Mm -hmm which they help me um, elaborate. Yes. When it comes to designing, it's only myself. I take care of all the design and everything, but I have these other three. They're gorgeous women. I wouldn't be able to do it without them. They come in yes. and help me when it comes to, you know, assembling, cutting mm -hmm. and everything. That part of, in order for us to achieve what we want to achieve, you know? Of but course, in the design course. portion of it, it's only, it's only myself. So that's why it's a little bit, you know, this past year, it's been hard to say no, even though I have the help to assemble and all that, but it's only one person designing, you know, right. it's, you only get me, you know what I yeah. mean? But I yeah. love that aspect of it because I think it, it gives value to, you know, that personal yes. touch that I was talking about earlier. Right. Right. And I, I was trying Bring more uh -huh. designers in, you know, into it and everything. It's just hard. Mm -hmm. when and that's been difficult. 
Yes. It's hard when you have a Got vision it. and you have, a, you know, your own s- aesthetic, I would say. I was saying the first time that I I got to experience um, your products was with Jackie Cara. um, And it was like the Minnie Mouse theme. And what I was blown away with is the fact that you assemble everything. Because I'm so used to getting papery and things like that and having to do my own folding. And so the fact that everything came assembled, I'm looking at Jackie and I'm like, did you do this? Or is this how it came? She's like, no, this is, this is how it comes. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is like a game changer because I was not used to seeing that. So I yes. thought that and that was, that was an added touch. Yes. And that's one of the questions I get a lot. Does it come assembled or not? And I say, yes, mm-hmm. everything gets shipped. Um, Cause I have a lot of my New York moms, New Jersey moms. So I, I get to ship to them and everything. So yeah. their first question is always like, do they come assemble? <laughs> yes. Everything comes assembled. You just got to take it out of yeah. the box and put it on the t- kid's table. Any relationships that you have made, because the first couple of relationships you made in the event planning was Tika and uh, I forgot the and other I, name. I, Miriam I, from my Miriam. Miriam. Yeah. So yes. we know that the circle is small, but have you increased that, that, that circle? I have. Actually, most of my event planners, you know, like, even if we don't have events together, we call each other. I think I'm on the phone with Miriam every single day, if not. Um, mm. Even if we don't have events, you know, just talk about life. Mm. How is it going? Um, yeah. Even moms. You know, I have a lot of moms that become like family. Mm-hmm. Just seeing how happy they get, you know, from the first, from once they first hired me to what DNS has become, you know. Um, it's just mind blowing to see, you know, how happy yeah. they get always like even texting out of nowhere. Like, have you been, I even have moms yeah. that, you know, it's one kid's birthday and they say, I want to book all four of my kids for the year. And they <laughs> do so, you know, yeah. so yeah. we're, we're talking like, you know, constantly. So I think it's, that was just a beautiful side of the business that I, it took me by surprise, you know, cause when you're these, you know, like when you're in the business in your mindset, you know, it's, it's business. Right. Right. But the fact that I've created that, you know, environment with my moms, my event planners, yeah. this is mind blowing. They become you have family a DNS community. Yes. You have a community. <laughs> I call them my DNS kids, you know, some of them I meet, (laughs) some of them I don't, um, but I feel I know them. Yeah. Now, how does that translate being in the Miami area? Meaning Mm -hmm. you're in Miami, are all those people who are planning in the Miami area, are they outside of Miami area? I know you mentioned New York, New Jersey. Yes, I have planners um, all across the state. I did start it with Florida only. Because I wasn't shipping, I wasn't, um, that was my first market. So, yeah. but now we have event planners from different part of, of the country. I even have right. event planners internationally that I worked with. But I would say at first it was only Florida, Miami, but now it's, it's more abroad. So you're yeah. global. <laughs> <laughs> DNS is global. <laughs> 
my question was, um, what have you done for um, marketing um, as for your for DNS? Have you done like Facebook ads and those kind of things? When I started, no, I think I started doing um, Instagram ads maybe five months ago for mm-hmm. marketing wise. You know, I remember I did T-shirts, I did business cards, nothing of that worked for myself, for yeah. my business, nothing of that worked. So it's been more Instagram and word of mouth. That's been the, yes. I would say the only marketing that I've, that I've done. I haven't even had to invest on that. In the beginning, you know, you built a business and you say, you need business cards, you need t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I cannot sit down and say that brought me any type of exactly. business. Exactly. So it's pretty much what? word of mouth. Yes. Yeah. And referrals. I can definitely see that because I can imagine if someone is coming to an event that you have the papery there, the first thing they're seeing is like, oh my gosh, who created these beautiful pieces? Mm -hmm. So I can imagine that that is just how you get a lot of business. Do you have any advice for, I'm going to keep it broad, as people coming into um, entrepreneurship and especially working um, something like they've created something from scratch. It's not something that they've seen before, because I, I definitely consider you an innovator in your in your space. Anything that any advice that you would give someone who was starting something new? Yes, I think the first advice I would say, check your heart motivation of how, why you want a business, you know, like why what's the reason why you you want to be an entrepreneur you know for me um it was god family helping others so i truly think that's why we've seen the success that we've seen so far you know um another thing that i would say is if you believe that you have a product you know and it doesn't matter people would think you know it's not going nowhere, you know, like who would have thought paper would, you know, I would have been doing a business out of paper, you know, um, even yeah. myself back then, you know, I would never thought this was going to be become my full time job, my family's, you know, um, source of income. There was no way right. people would have told me and I would have believe it, you know. So I would say right. if you believe in your product, if you believe in your brand, you know, just take step of faith. And if it's meant to be for you, it it will, you know, um, it's not easy, you know, in the beginning, you will, you will have your bumps, ups and downs, you know, but if you believe in something and right now, I think we're in the world of there's so many, so much creativity there. So it's more of like, what can you add different? to that, you know, Mm -hmm. so many amazing Mm -hmm. things out there, you know, even things that we get inspired by, but what is going to separate you from that? You know, why would people choose you aside from the other creators that are doing that are in your same industry? So I would say that would be, you know, even, um, I have, you know, even my mom's event planners. Oh, did you see the part? I, I want to use this party as inspiration, you know, mm-hmm. and they tell me this party that such such did. And, you know, like I always say, don't send it to me. You know, I don't want to see it beforehand 
because yeah. whatever I create, you know, I wanted it to be inside your vision. And, mm -hmm. you know, so please don't send it to me. Um, so not unless I do the design first, then I can take a look at it because I don't want that to trigger on the design Got I'm it. creating. You know what I mean? Got it. Yes. Right. yes. So I tend not to, even if they tell me, I said, I would love to, but please don't send it to me. I mean, I yeah. do inspiration pictures and everything. I, I, I'm fine with that. But when they tell me I want the party, just, you know, I try not to, of course, to so, even look at it. So has anyone, I'm sure someone has, but I could be wrong. Has anyone ever said, Hey, uh, I love this post from your Instagram. I really like the same idea. Can you do something similar? Yes, they have. So it's a little bit different. So when it comes to um, event planners, which since I'm working on signing an event planner's vision, you know, I try not to do two events the same, just out of respect out of that event planner, you know. Um, mm -hmm. When it comes to when, you know, like when I'm working with a mom and it's more of like DNS Creations visions coming to life and I have another mom and say, Hey, I, I love this. I, I want this in treat boxes. I'm okay in doing that. You know, Got it. right, right, Got it. right. I, I feel like, um, it's very rare that you have someone in business with that, what I call integrity, because as you, I'm sure, you know, there are very, there are a lot of people and I'm just speaking in the, in the world of kids parties, because in general, people repeat themes, um, in the kid world, but you will find, um, planners or even vendors who will have no problem reproducing something that has already been done. And so, you know, it, it, it hurts a lot of people's emotions when they see something that they've created from their head to, to be reproduced by someone else without credit, I should say, because of course there are people who will credit the original source, but sometimes it doesn't, doesn't happen that way. So I wanted to segue into, and I'm probably going to mess this up, but it's, it's at shoe. <laughs> Am I saying it right? <laughs> um, but I, it's it's the Atelier Shoe Perry. Um, it's the the. How do we say it? Because I know I'm messing it up. Yes, the Atelier Shoe. Yes, you're right. Okay, so that is that is actually how I arrived upon your um your DNS creations because I remember working. With, I don't even remember who I was working with at the time, but I I had been in contact with Daniela, who was the co-owner of the of the brand, and she was saying to me, you know, I was asking her. I said, "Do you have like a licensing with somebody who can create? You know, can use your your your? It was the balloon at the time, and she says, "No, but I can. You know, I can the hot air balloon. I can give it to you, and we can." Cause she was partnering with, um, with my client at the time. And I said, you know, that's, that was, it was a lot to get everything together. And then I noticed that you had, um, I don't know. So I wanted to know how did that partnership become, um, what it was? Because I feel like that propelled your business a lot as well. Yes. So that one, um, my son was turning two years old. Yes. He, no, sorry. He was turning one. It was for his first birthday, actually. And I love the brand. I knew the brand. Way in advance, you know, because they do have a lot of like nursery stuff, you know, like that whimsical, yes. dreamy. 
So for his birthday, I wanted to do something whimsical. And I remember the brand and I say, oh my gosh, I love this, you know, but I, you know, like it was not my illustration. Sometimes I do work with my own illustrations, but when it's someone else's illustration, I need to reach out to that illustrator and ask, hey, is it okay for me to use this? So I remember reaching out to them. Um. And I remember her saying, it was Danielle also, I remember her saying, yes, that's okay. You just got to pay for this fee and everything. So I did pay my fee. So I remember my son's birthday and I started posting, you know, the things that I have created. And then they reached out and they say, oh my gosh, you know, like they love the carousel box. That was one of the showstoppers. So they reached out and they say, hey, like, you know, like we want to partner with you. We want to make you one of our um, party licensed person. Yeah. And I said, you know, great. I would love to. And and it's been yeah. great since then. God is good. Yes. Yeah. God is good yeah. all the time. Man. So yeah. that, that's a good, that's a good segue to me asking this question because I've been in, I've been in this industry for the last six months working with my wife because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like yourself, quit my job, resigned. But I see a lot of folks who like to have pro bonos. Mm-hmm. And what, what conditions are needed for you to even accept this type of agreement with someone to say, hey, you know, I'll do or it. Or do you accept it? Or do you accept that being, you know, having your busy schedule and a busy influx of business? So it's funny that you say that because I had no idea, you know, I followed influencers and everything, but I had no idea that I, like how it worked. So I had this first influencer reached out, but I didn't even, I didn't put both of them together because I used to follow her on my personal Instagram account like years ago because I loved her family. You know, she had kids. I even bought so many things of what she would post, you know? Yeah. So when I first got, um, a DM from her, I was like, wow, you know, it was more of like a shock that she had wrote and that she really wanted my products. And in that moment, I'm not even thinking of, you know, exposure or, or will I charge? Will I not, you know? So Mm -hmm. in that moment I was able, because I had the time, it was starting to get busy, but it was more of like, I really wanted to do it for her, you know? Because I, I loved her family. Yeah. I loved everything she stood by and everything. So it was more of like, wow, I really wanted to do it for you. So I oh, think that was mm-hmm. the first and only time I've done um, a pro bono, like mm-hmm. something for free, you know. Right. Um, I've yeah, worked yeah. With, with other influencers, but because of my busy schedule, now I do more of like a percentage. Mm-hmm. Got it. But that was my first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. That's and awesome. I'm sure that the I, I still, requests come a lot. <laughs> yeah, I still got that's something to get used to. Yeah, they do. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't get it. <laughs> it's always worked out, though. Right. It's always yeah. worked out. Yeah. Yeah, um, got it. So we have like two more questions. Um, how do you define success? That's a good one. You know, when I started this business, um, as any other business, I'm sure we sit down and we, we write our goals, right? And once you meet those goals, you've met your success. And to me, I remember writing and um, it was being home with my kids, 
having family time, you know, and having my husband at home with me. And today mm -hmm. I would say that was success for me. And I think we've succeeded on mm -hmm. that. And yeah. everything yeah. that comes in addition to that, you know, um, is just overflowing of success of what we thought it was success. And just the fact mm -hmm. that I get to create a product to families, you know, to moms, kids, event planners that put a smile on their faces for me, that's all I need to be successful. Yeah. Mm. I think yeah. that would be my main. So being part, uh, sorry, being successful sometimes and people want to be part of that success. So has anyone ever said, hey, you're not saying it blatantly, but you're successful. I want to be part of it. I want to be a partner. I want to be a percentage. Has anybody has ever come forth and say, hey, let me be part no. of this? No, I haven't gotten that yet. So what would you do if somebody asked you that? <laughs> you know, first, I think I would sit down with them and say, why do you want to be successful? You know, like, what is your motive behind it? Um, yeah. And I think if they have the right motive, you know, because many people, they want success is different for many. For, it's It seems different for, every, you know, every individual. So I don't mind sitting down and telling them, you know, how to be successful in that field. That would, I would be transparent. And if one day I would get that request and I would try to yeah. help as much yeah. as I can in order for them to achieve that same success that I've been right. able to, you know, well, that God has allowed us and as a family to reach. I think one of the biggest misconceptions would be that you're going to work less hours. You know, I think we yeah. all come into a business thinking, you know, we're going to have more of like a, a chill schedule. It's nothing yeah. like that. You know, right. you work like 20 hours a day, even sometimes even 24 hours, you know? Yes. Um, and I think it's important for, you know, entrepreneurs to, you know, to give that perspective to people right? that right. for them to know and not be overwhelmed when this happens, you know? Exactly. Exactly. It's pacing yourself and understanding that it's not glitter and mm -hmm. gold. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you do yeah. have control of your schedule, you know, and all that. And, but it, it takes time. It takes time. Yeah. It does take time. It takes risks. Yes. Yes. What are, um, this is my last question for you. When you're thinking about like the, the longevity of your business, do you see yourself having uh, a storefront or something outside of, I know you mentioned you're comfortable where you are, but do you see yourself in the, in the near future having a bigger operation? Actually, yes. And I think this is the first time I'm mentioning it. Um, we're actually, mm -hmm. um, we're launching our new party collection. Woo! Congratulations. That's huge. Yeah. So that was actually one of the biggest risks that we've taken financially. Of course. Um, it's been a great, it's been a big investment. We're just happy. Um, I think we would be launching, I want to say mid, mid March with our That's first. That's so soon. 
Yes, with our first spring collection. I love so that. So we're excited about that. You know, I think yeah. my heart behind it, it was always, I wanted to reach out to more, you know, more people. I exactly. wanted DNS exactly. agents designed to be more, exactly. you know, to give people more the opportunity to have that. So I think by us doing that, and it will include most of the items that we do right now. So okay. yes, we're excited about that. We do have other collections aligned, but we're yes. just starting with one for now and see how that goes. I but love, yes, I love that. My dream would be having a storefront in the yeah. future. Oh, well, I wish you so much success with that. That is amazing, amazing, amazing. I have um, a person who I used to work with. Um, she just got a, I think all of her products in Target. And when I, I look at that, I'm like, these, these, I love to see women who start and they have a vision for their company. And then you follow the, the progression from, you know, mm. being at home base, having one collection to a Target you know, you're in Target and you see them on the rack. So I wish you so much success with that. And I don't know where Danny went, but <laughs> it's okay. I wanted Danny to tell you, he, he left the scene and I turned on my phone and I don't, he didn't even call back. So maybe his phone died. <laughs> but listen, through the technical difficulties, we made it work. And I appreciate you so much for your time um, in the middle of a day um, when, you know, I know it's so critical for you. Like for me, this is when my my weekend starts for, for orders yeah. is when I start to prep. So I appreciate your time. And it was such a pleasure to e-meet you. And I look forward to speaking with you soon about our March events. I cannot wait. We have to talk soon. <laughs> We're going to yes. that design process. <laughs> I can't I wait. Think it's I think cannot wait. It will be. It will be because I've always, you know, the clients have always, um, have always booked you. So this is our, this is my first job time being an uh, event planner in this, in this situation. So yes, yes, yes. So thank you so, so much. And I, I wish you all of the success in the world. No, thank you for thinking of me. Um, it's been such an honor to finally meet you. Thank I know Anaya yes. from Petite Seats you know, ever since I started yes. following you. So no, thank you so much. Take care. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.